Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. back on the things we say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. And we're here recording once again. And man, I just realized during our intro music how little I can dance. I'm really terrible <laughs> because I have no inner sense of rhythm. At least well, at least Nate's a drummer and a musician. He has that internal <laughs> sense of rhythm and movement. And I think all of my movements, not only are they out of time, they're just not fluid. It, I'm way too Germanic for any sort of dancing genes in my entire... Is, is that is that a Germanic issue? I don't know. Germans are not famous for beautiful dance. That's I don't, true. You know, or, I, I think they're very good at mechanical things. Yeah, which, cars, German cars would be a good idea. Yeah. One of, my, one of my friends who is British would say that heaven is the place where the French make the food. The British form the government, the Germans make the automobiles, and the Italians make the art. Hmm. Hell is where the French do the government, <laughs> the British do the food, the Germans do the art, and the Italians do the cars. Hmm. I know there, there were some people that would be mad over that. <laughs> well, there you go. It wasn't my joke. I just passed it on. <laughs> you can't shoot the messenger, right? I think you can offend everybody with that one, actually. That's really so that's good. good. But he was British, so he, he could say That's that. right. He's allowed to say it. Oh, my goodness. As an American, it doesn't come off very well. No, no. <laughs> but no. I'm Canadian, so I can do that's this. Right. We, you know what? We need to do a whole podcast on holding dual citizenship, because there's so much of that that fascinates me. So we need to actually do... It doesn't do, do anything for well, you. No, but I don't mean the doing. I just mean some... I have some odd questions that oh, go along with that. That would be fantastic. So one I of these times... I think it would be a short show. Eh, maybe not. I can, I can, I can beat any dead horse. So I'll consider that a challenge. <laughs> We've but, discovered that we yes, can beat a horse yes, for at least can. an hour. Yes, we can. Um, okay, so it is my uh, today is my did you know? And I'll admit I did not have one. And we literally sat sat here and kind of stared off into space for a few minutes till one of us came up with one, and I am the winner. So here's my did you know? <laughs> did you know that there has only been one president? elected that was not ever married he was never married never married and that was <laughs> also he also has the distinction of being the only president ever elected from the is it technically a commonwealth still yeah the commonwealth of pennsylvania so a lot of people would say if you ask them who is the president that came from pennsylvania they would answer benjamin franklin <laughs> Which is very sad. It makes me because so he's sad. On the the hundred dollar bill, Ugh. and they'll say like you'll hear even rappers and stuff rep, or talk about presidents. Yeah, and then refer to Franklin, Franklin on the yeah. bill, and I'm just like, yeah, not a president. Yeah, so but it's not Ben Franklin. It is not Ben Franklin. No, it is the little known James Buchanan. His biggest distinction is. His was the last presidency 
prior to the Civil War, and many of the things that he did in office helped to punt the ball and leave everything to Abraham Lincoln to have to deal with. Did he not also die in office? Uh, no, I don't believe he did. I, I'll have to look at that. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't it him that got sick? No, I don't think he did. I think he, I think he survived. Oh, no, that was one of the other ones because... Yeah, he, he survived, but he was never married. His, I believe his niece took over what would have been the duties of the first lady. He, gotcha. he was engaged at one point, but tragically, his fiance died before they could marry, and he never had another relationship. However, in recent years, the prevailing narrative has been that he was actually a closeted, as it would have been in the day, homosexual. Yeah. And the, the idea being that he lived with a man, William uh, Rufus King, who was a senator from Alabama, for 15 years. However, what most people don't look at contextually is that was not uncommon in that era. And I don't mean homosexuality. I mean men who were single choosing to live together. It was just, it made sense. You had dual income. You had a lot of the benefits, but not a lot of the benefits, if you will. But anyway, so that has been the the narrative since then is that that's what happened. Whereas a lot of his biographers more lean towards he was just so heartbroken by the loss of this woman uh, that he just had no interest in uh, in taking up a relationship with anybody again. I was thinking William Henry Harrison. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Where he looks sick in all his pictures because yes, he was. because he was all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, James Buchanan is the only president to not be married and never have been married, uh, but to serve as president and brought in someone else to serve as the first lady. If you had just posed that question as to who I thought would have not been married, I would have put Taft near the top yeah. but he was he was definitely married yeah yep. yeah i need to do one time too uh, presidents who have not had proven affairs that would be a very short list unfortunately but yeah yeah at least in the <laughs> last century it would be a very short list but anyway well not the last century but you know the century before this one because we are say, in the twenty first. George W. Bush has Laura, so we yes. know he walked yeah. a pretty George W. Straight, had a straight, and, straight and, and, narrow and, trail. And the 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 prevailing narrative too is that President Obama was an extremely faithful. Everything I've ever heard about them from uh, from anybody who worked up close, Secret Service or whatever, who've done, loved the Obamas in terms of personally. Uh, talked about the great family dynamic they had and a lot of positive things about that. Again. There are a lot of policy issues I had, but the man seems like he's an incredible father and incredible husband, and they seem to have a really good dynamic, which uh, seems to be true every time I've heard it. Yes. Yeah. You never heard anything about him. That's for sure. (laughs) Not a thing. But anyway, that was my did you know. Did you know we'd had one president that has never been married, and it was James Buchanan, who was also, again, the only... Why is Pennsylvania still a commonwealth? And how Um, does that even work? What's the difference? Uh, it has something to do with the way they were chartered. I'm not entirely sure. I'd, I'd have to go back. I think it's just what they called themselves when they were chartered as a state. Originally, yeah. the whole state was gifted to William Penn. Right. Directly. Which is hilarious. And, uh, yeah. The idea of a state being gifted to anyone. Yeah. A, a state of that size being a gift to a Quaker. It was yeah. just very interesting. Yeah. Well, and they were the, were they the only, or are they the first to... Pennsylvania was the first state to uh, exercise complete freedom of religion, no state religion, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, that was one of its reasons for its founding. Yeah, yeah. which is amazing. Again, we still have... had such a huge Quaker population, one of the reasons that the Anabaptists settled there right away upon 
arriving in America, they found a home in the well, along with the Quakers because yeah. they were uh, different. They were different. They were it was a different belief style, and so yeah. they fit right in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. So tonight we are taking on the conspiracy theory that that frustrates me. One of the yeah. ones that frustrates me the most, and nine eleven is a big one. But there is a there is a certain level of. Um, there's a certain level of anger yeah. to that one. This one, I just feel like people are stupid or lazy whenever they talk about this one. And if you are one who believes that the moon landing was not real... Not as stupid and lazy as Flat Earth. That has to be the they're, they're, baseline. They tend to be kind of connected. <laughs> they tend to be kind of connected. But, again, as I said, my mine is going to be the moon landing. Um, and not even the moon landing. The moon landings, plural. Yeah. Because... I cannot tell you, almost every time I've had a conversation with somebody who thinks the moon landing was a hoax, when I say to them, what about the other missions to the moon? They give me a blank stare and say, what do you mean? Yeah. They think we went to the moon one time and never went back. Yeah. When what actually happened from Apollo 11 through Apollo, I think, 17 was the final mission. Other than Apollo 13, which was damaged in flight and had to turn around, they all landed on the moon and all had much lengthier missions than the Apollo 11. I think the Apollo 11 was um, just merely hours, essentially, not even a full day on the moon, whereas the others were multiple, multiple days. Because once you, once you realize that you can get to the moon right. and you can walk on it... right. Then you get back and you're like, we need to go again and try this and research this. Yes. And there's so many other things. Now it's opened up a whole new sphere of scientific discovery that was not something that people had even explored a whole lot because you didn't know if the thing was going to explode when you step on it, what the surface right. was going to be like. There were people who thought that it was... speculate. Yeah, they thought it was... There were people that thought it was dust meters deep that you would just sink and... Yep. and that was it. You know, you'd land and just the thing would sink and you'd all die. They, they literally did not know. And uh, one of the experiments that they ran right towards the, the I think it was the, the mid, uh, mid-60s, or no, it would have been the early 60s still, was they actually crash-landed a probe on the moon because they couldn't, at that point, they still couldn't think of a good way, hadn't thought of a good way to land something there. So they crash-landed, and the, and the data they got back in that time frame and the fact that it actually crashed into a hard surface was massive to being able to give them tools to actually create the methods by which they were going to land. But the reason so you this, have to crash before you yes, can land. Yes, you have to crash before you can land. <laughs> the reason this one frustrates me is 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 for a well, I have a few reasons actually. One is because there has been all kind of third-party confirmation that this has happened. Yes. Um, even in recent decades and recent years. Um, there, there have been flybys, there have been, there have been topography maps that have been taken to the moon where you can see the landing spots, you can see where, where things have run through, you know, the, 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 the tracks from lunar, uh, not the lunar lander, the lunar rover, uh, you can actually see the American flags that are planted, you can see all of these things, uh, in flybys that they've done with satellites, not satellites, but probes and different things like that. Um, it's, it's also the amount of people that it took to make the Apollo missions happen. Yeah. And the fact that there's never been anyone that has come out and said, yeah, this whole thing was a, was a fake, was a hoax. Just, it's like, you can't keep that many people quiet about something like that. Um, the other one is the why I, I never understood people's why, because it always has to do with, 
I'll get into that in a minute. Well, saying that we beat the Russians, right, right. And but there's there's several saying. whys behind it. But um, but also I the biggest thing that makes me mad about it is the insult to the people who actually achieved this. Oh like, yeah. Like when you hear there's one of the most amazing things in the world. If you guys want to watch it, it's it's they're an hour long each, and I think there's five. There's like five to seven episodes. Uh, it's called Moon Machines. And it's literally all about the engineering that went into the guidance computer, that went into the spacesuit, that went into the Saturn V rocket, that went into the LEM, that went into the, like all these things. Six of them. There's six of them. And hearing these engineers, you know, who in these interviews are old men by this time, like getting emotional and tearing up and, and the, the pride and humility that they have, which yes, you can have both things at the same yeah, time. Pride in your work and, and humility. And the fact that like part of that we team. did this, like we made this happen. This was not yeah. possible. And they said, do it. And we figured it out. We made it happen. Like that is an insult to these men and women who achieved this. And, and, and I consider it in a patriotic sense, I consider it insulting as well that, you know, this was an yeah. American achievement and, and people want to be dismissive of it for very, very stupid reasons. So this is one that really, really gets my goat, uh, and, and makes me very, very unhappy, uh, when I f hear people talk about it because it generally tends to come from a more uninformed place than people realize. My, my favorite is when people show you a map of this is, this is the map of all the countries in the world that use metric. And here's the map of the countries that use standard and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So why are you calling it standard? And yeah. then some, somebody replied to that one time with a map of countries who have landed on the moon. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, that's exactly right. This right. is why we get to do standard. Right, right. And it, it is a very American pride thing that we were first and we went there and we walked on it and none of the rest of you did. Yeah. 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 So... So let's I think that's where people get hung up because they're saying, oh, you know, you're saying you, the American government says they did that, but they didn't really do it. They yeah. just had the best technology at the time and had everybody convinced that they had, right. had it done. Right. And it was high and, technology at the time, but it was very primitive technology. I mean, it was... It was I mean, it was dangerous what these guys did. Oh, absolutely! Like it was like shoestring type stuff. Like it was, and that's my thing. What What did the American government do? Like just kill several astronauts in the run up to the whole thing, yeah. and then just be like, you know what? This has been a lot of work. Let's just go film it in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that and again, doesn't make any it, sense. It did the thing. It did the thing that every government funded project does, though. It created massive bureaucracy. It did all these things. It had millions of dollars worth of tax dollars spent. And people started to lose interest, so they pulled their funding, and, and it all just stopped. Yep. Like that, that is what happens to almost anything that is that kind of behemoth when the, the, the point, again, was to beat the Russians. Everything was so – the Red Scare was so fresh. You know, All this stuff was going on during the Cold War. That yep. was the point. It was not the point for NASA. It was not the point for the astronauts that went. It was not the point for the scientists who made everything happen. The engineers who made everything happen. For the American government, that was absolutely the point. It was about beating the Russians. And for most of the American public, it was also about beating the Russians. And funding dried up because people were like, I don't think we should be funding this anymore now that we've beaten the Russians. Why do we need to do that? And they were talking like that even by like Apollo 13, uh, which was all in danger of being canceled. Like there, were, there was a lot of that going on. Um, so here are the main, the, the three main motives that are claimed typically to say that this was a hoax. Okay. Um, one is that it was to win the space race. Yeah. Um, and, and that contest, uh, contesting being that 
the Apollo 11 mission was was staged and filmed on a soundstage, was all faked in order to make the Russians think that we had gotten to the moon and won so that they would give up. I see. Um, the problem with this is, A, we had so many Soviet spies in America at that era. Yeah. They would have known had we faked something like that. There's actually some conspiracies that say the Russians helped us fake it, which makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. But... Again, that would be... So that they could stop trying to? I, I don't know. The problem that with the Russian space program is they could never actually create... They never created a viable spacesuit that could do what, what the one we invented did. And they could never get a rocket that could actually do what they wanted to do. They could never get engines that were stable enough. And this is the difference between having forced labor and people yeah. who are willingly contributing to something. Is, is your motives are different, your motivations are different, you can actually be well-rested, you can actually think through a problem differently. This was part of that difference, which, again, a lot of people nowadays don't want to talk about because communism is too akin to socialism, and we don't dare do anything to dis- besmirch the utopian <laughs> ideal that is socialism. But anyway, that was the, that was, uh, the idea, um, was that, that it was that, and then they, uh, that's why they abruptly canceled the Apollo missions, yeah. which it was not abrupt. You know, they didn't cancel until well into the 70s, and even then they still used a lot of things that they did uh, for the original uh, uh, space station, which was, what was it called? Mir was the Russian one, and then, of course, we have the International Space Station now. Skylab was the very first one, using okay. components of the Apollo mission that they didn't end up using, sent them up there and, and had Skylab, I think, for just a couple of years. It wasn't around very long before it came in, burn up in the atmosphere because they just didn't want to deal with the, it anymore. Uh, the, other, the other one that always comes up is funding. Funding for NASA and prestige for NASA. They faked the landing so that they could, uh, you know, get, pay off contractors, do all this thing, get more money than they would have otherwise, which, and to get the prestige of being the ones who got everyone to the moon. Again, the problem being with that is that, A, NASA still exists as an organization, still continues to be funded by the government. It, it, it's only, it was not its only measure of prestige getting to the moon. And funding was alive and well for Area 51 as well. <laughs> like That was a whole black book operation with millions and yes. millions of dollars yes. they did that not, were not reported they or accountable yeah, to they anyone. They did not need to do a public... <laughs> anything to get this kind of money, to get no. this kind of funding. And, it, and they the, could have run NASA as a black book operation the same way they ran yeah. everything at Area yeah. 51. But they made it public. It was it was all to be seen, all to because it was. It was about it was about a show of the the majesty of America. That's what it was about for, for the government. That's what it was about for the American people at the time. Um, so that one that one's another one. And then the other one which I kind of find a little funny is that it was a distraction, an intended distraction from the Vietnam war, which was starting to get particularly worse during that same era. We're going to create this program that will distract from the horrible things that are going on in Vietnam, which honestly, if we really want to get into the horrible things that happened in Vietnam, the problem was that we went in there without actually going to war. So the space, the like space fought, race and Vietnam coincided, uh, not not directly. No, the I, entire well, I mean, time, not the entire time. But but uh, I'm trying to think how. Because uh, uh, I guess I didn't think through what the overlap. Yeah, would I mean, have Vietnam been was all was basically all the way through the '60s. It it it's it kind of got its start during the Kennedy administration a little bit, uh, ramped up under Johnson, uh, continued through with uh, with Nixon. 
And I think it ended during Nixon's presidency. But it was long. It was like a 10-year, 10, 10- or 12-year war gotcha. from start yeah. to finish when we were involved. But again, the problem being with that, that it was not a, there was no goal. There was no total warfare like we're going to go in, we're going to accomplish this goal, we're going to pull out. And that is why we got the dumpster fire that was Vietnam. I guess I didn't, I didn't think about where, what height of, or what stage of the Vietnam War mm. that we did the moon landings. Yeah. I, I never put those together in my yeah. mind. I, I've always thought of them separately. Yeah. Well, yeah, we landed on the moon in July of 69. Okay. So that would have been yeah. kind of right at the, you know, summer, summer of love happened 67. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of the, the peak of anti-war fervor was, was happening. But again, this had been, this started in the Kennedy era when there was none of that counterculture stuff going on yet. Yeah. This was not like a, hey, let's suddenly come up with this and, and, and throw this out there. No, this had been a, almost a decade in the making yeah. and, and was finally coming to fruition there. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that one has, has always fallen, fallen hollow to me, rung hollow to me. But anyway, let's look at a couple of these and, and kind of... And it's not historically what American politicians have done with war. Right. It, it, or that they've done since. Right. It's they not don't an American care about, thing to do. Yeah, they don't care about justification. To they distract yeah. you from war. War may distract you from something else. Exactly. We've seen that. Exactly. But it's not... Right. It doesn't work the other way around. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. There is one aspect of this that I could maybe buy, that I could maybe see being having some some ring of truth to it. Okay. I don't believe this is true, but yeah. I can see how people would get there. It makes sense to me. I see the I see the logic. And that is that the Apollo 11 mission was faked. The one the one that has made any sense to me is the Apollo 11 mission was faked, was staged so that the Russians would give up in their attempt or at least back off a little bit because they hadn't beaten us to the moon. And that every mission after that from 12 to 17 were actually successful and 12 was the real first mission to actually get to the moon. Gotcha. Uh, not get to the moon, but actually land on the moon. Um, I don't actually believe that. Because they didn't have the rover on the first one. Right. That didn't, that the stuff. rover didn't happen until like three or four missions in and they really did like long, uh, long haul uh, looking at, at, at the moon and, and going around and doing different things there. But I, I even don't believe that because Quite simply, the technology, we look at it through the hindsight of, of what we see now technologically in terms of movie making, in terms of how to actually manipulate things to make them look like what they looked like there, the you know, astronauts moving, different things like that. And, and that stuff didn't exist then. I mean, in 69, I like, guess that was my question, too, because I simply don't know. But I know we have video today, but was that video somehow beamed or streamed live back to Earth? Yeah. It was live? It, it was. Well, there was a delay, obviously. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to figure out. So I, I guess in my mind, technology at the time would have been that you could take video and bring it back with you. Yeah. No, it was broadcast. It, it was, was broadcast. broadcast live. They had some yeah, sort via of satellites. A, a radio yeah. or a satellite signal that could broadcast video yeah. at that time. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the whole satellite thing had been going on for, again, a decade or more by then. Uh, maybe a little less than a decade by then. Um, but, again, I mean, at the, really, I mean, all you're pushing is... And we still didn't get cell phones until the late 80s. Well, we had them in the... Technically, I think we had them in the 60s and 70s, but they weren't actually like a the power source and all that just was not viable yeah. uh, to be able to do. But, yes, I mean, as long... Because, I mean, think about it. You have clear line of 
like line of sight. Like there's nothing that's blocking you. Yeah. Half of what goes on with with radio interference on the Earth is that we have hills and we have atmosphere. We have all these things that we're dealing with. Whereas if you're the vacuum of space and you're shooting a radio, I mean, they go forever. You know, if you if you if if, if radio waves have shot into space, they're literally still out there. There there are speeches from Hitler that are still you know, resounding out in the universe that somebody could pick up and think is going on right now in, in, yeah. in, in the world. Um, and that gets into all kinds of things with time theory and different stuff like that. But um, that's just factual. Like, there is no, there's no resistance. Like, those things will just travel forever. And so there was a delay, but they were able to do that. That was, that was not, a, not a massive feat to, yeah. to do that. Because you see videos of people watching the moon landing. I'm like, were they watching that yeah. live? Yeah, or on and they a were. Delay of some kind. Yeah, or? no, they were. There was there was a little bit of a delay, but it wasn't it wasn't as much as I mean, it was I think it was minutes. I don't think it was like hours or anything wow. like that. That's pretty cool. Um, which of course would change, you know, because again, the moon's not very far. No, like it's yeah. really not very. We think of it as really really far away. It is not very far away relative to. Everything else Anything in the solar else system. In space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah. So that so that people, part of, people do get that weird idea that going to Mars, like talking to Elon Musk about sending something to Mars and all that. It's people now think because we've been to the moon, think of Mars as like the next step, and it's not that much further. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot feat. further. Surviving the journey to Mars yeah. is the is the biggest thing. Because yeah, I think before it, even inhabiting isn't it a the three, planet, a three year trip, I believe something, something like, like that. that. And the longest the longest one man has been in space was a year. Yeah, and it and it has dramatic effects on your body. Like it, there are things that you don't come back from being in space that long in terms of bone density, in terms of. Uh, even things like, um, like metabolism, weight, different things that that just aren't the same from long term, and that's the biggest reason we haven't done more long term, long duration stuff because we can, we have not been able to figure out how to go that long. Again, the moon was a three day round, like three days there, three days back. Like it was not a long trip. That's a yep. that's a bad family vacation, <laughs> you know. That's that's what that is. Um, so again, people want to look at it and say, oh well, this you know this was such an extraordinary thing, and it it was an extraordinary thing. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to belittle it, but people have built it up to something that it's not. Like it's 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 got a mythic a mythos to it that is not actually factually correct. Um, but yeah, in terms of that, I could I can see how somebody could logic their way into saying, okay, you know, they did it just to win the space race, but all the others were real. Uh, again, if they even know that all the others happened, which is hilarious but it is i mean it is interesting i mean they they did you know 62 was when uh link uh, lincoln was when kennedy gave his speech saying you know before the decade's yes. over we're going to go to the moon and we're going to put a man on it we're going to walk on it and they did it you know they barely did it but they did it you know in 69 and so a lot of people look at that as oh see it was just trying to make kennedy's timeline happen because you know he was the assassinated president that everybody yeah. loved and but again uh it it just yeah it just uh yeah, it, it that that one has never held up to me uh, overall because there's just too many there's too many holes and again, just from the fact that you Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, none of these guys ever said, yeah, you know what, we we did fake like, and a lot of people would say, well, they wouldn't do that because they'd lose all their fame. They would become the most famous people oh, in the world absolutely. if they were the ones to blow the whistle on something like that. And I think Buzz Aldrin actually punched a guy out who accused him of like as an older man. 
who accused him of lying about going yeah. to and and I think he literally decked the guy uh, as for you would yeah as you would for for something like that. Um, so yeah, that one has always rung really hollow to me. Uh, we talked a little bit about the whole funding and prestige. I mean, like you said, funding was was great. Uh, they they had no issue with that, and the only time they started having funding issues was after the landing happened because everybody's yeah. like, "We did it. We don't need to go back." Um, and obviously, the Vietnam War thing to me just I I think is really really laughable uh, because again, Vietnam was not really a blip on anybody's radar when this whole thing started. Um, yeah, we had no f- problem funding Vietnam. We had no problem funding Area Fifty One. You look at the amount of leaps and bounds that we made in just air technology and everything by the time Mm -hmm. we were in Korea. And you're like, something was well-funded somewhere in the meantime to get from here to here. Right. Like there's, the U.S. had plenty of money to do what we needed to do to get to the moon. Right. I don't don't buy that one at all. Right. And again, for the technology, people saying, well, it happened too soon. Well, look at, look at the difference in technology from, from, I mean, gosh, even 2012 to now, yeah. 2008 to now, like, like what, how much things have changed, how much technology has made leaps and bounds forward. And we're not even really making a conscious effort. This is just technology getting better because we have something to build on. The Apollo program was some of the greatest minds in the world actively attacking a problem and making it happen, making it work. Building it from the ground up. Yeah. And so it's not a far leap. You know, and that's a lot of time in in in, in reality. And um, you know, of course, you get the people who are all tongue in cheek about you know, oh well, no government project could ever get you know. But it was it was everything about this was contracted out to civilian. Yeah. It, it wasn't NASA was created to as the hub for everything, but it was contracted out to civilian things to create the spacesuits, to create the 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 different components. Like it was all contracted out. Uh, Again, government contracts, but to to uh, to um, yeah, civilian civilian workforces. Think think how insane it is to go from Orville and Wilbur Wright like building the aircraft in in the course of human history. If you yeah. look at however long you believe human history is, this is a relatively short yeah. thing from man learning that he can fly to man being like, I want to fly. How far can we go? Yeah, let's get to the moon. Yeah, and and being there in less than a hundred years. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's amazing. And being where we are now and we're sending out, we're, we're sending out something that can send back high resolution photos from way past our galaxy and yeah. stuff like that. That's, it's amazing. Um, um, but, but that's always my thing. Okay. We, we did land on the moon and the only thing restricting your ability to understand that we land on the moon is you don't have a powerful enough telescope to just go look yourself. Right. Right. Like there are places if you spent enough money yeah. that you could go and you could see it. You yeah. could just go and look. Yeah. It's it is funny to me because I this I forget I forget if we've had Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson's conversations, which I don't think you don't find him all that impressive if I remember correctly. I don't. Um but I, I find him entertaining. I feel like he's I feel like he's a man who's not necessarily as intelligent as he seems, but he has come across, he's found a way to communicate what he wants to communicate very, very well. Is he smarter than me? Yes. 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 By yes. far smarter, smarter than, than yes. me. I get it. I, I understand he's well studied. I get all that. He's he's saying some things that other people have discovered a long time ago. Right. In he's just regurgitating very, information. Yes. And just very... Um, 
charismatic way yeah. of I don't see him yeah I don't see him as a great mind that's that's foraging I see him as I'm, I see him as I'm a trying scientific to out what it is that he's created brand right. new or come up I, with I essentially see him as a as a scientific historian that's how yes. I view him um, but a lot of it seems misapplied sometimes sometimes me, but anyway it's like it's just come up and and when yes. you when you do that enough and you're just like Ha, 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 I'm 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 smugly smarter than you. Yeah, it's like yeah. After a while, I just get tired of the shit. No, to- totally, totally, I get that. But he, all that aside, he um, I I I saw him in an interview once, and he was talking about flat Earth, and he was talking about people who don't believe we landed on the moon and different things like that. Yeah, and he said basically my my criteria for whether or not I'm going to have a debate with somebody about something like this is tell me the one thing that would prove to you. That what you think is wrong, that we actually did land on the moon, or that the world actually is a sphere, you know, different things like that. And uh, he was talking to this person specifically about the moon landing. And he said, what would it take for you to prove? He said, well, I'd need to see the landing sites. He said, okay. He said, if you go to such and such a third-party place that is not a government entity, you can find these satellite, uh, not satellite pictures, these these, uh, uh, probe pictures that flew by took pictures of the landing sites. You can see it all there. You can see the tracks. You can see the, the, the lunar lander. You can see the, uh, the rovers for those that had him. And the guy's like, well, no, they probably could just fake those. He said, okay, I'm done talking to you because I just gave you a thing that, that can disprove what you think, and, and you're dismissing it outright. So, no, we're not going to have a conversation. And that's kind of how I feel with this. It's like if I can give you some solid reasons and say, okay, here's, here's why, you know, here's some proof, here's some things yeah. like that, and you just outright dismiss them, I'm like, we don't even need to have a conversation because you don't want to know. You just want to hang on to whatever this is that you are so convinced of. And that's fine. If you're happy in that, that's perfectly fine. And I've, I've had some people since, we, since we're talking about that, the conspiracy with the Titanic, I've had different yeah. people give me evidence that they have found on the ocean floor that says this was indeed the Titanic. Yeah. And I get that. I'd be all up for viewing that and saying, you know what? I get it. It... It, this was really a Titanic. Yeah. It really did sink. I find the other story really compelling because it overlays very well. Yeah. And and well enough that it just it makes for a very intriguing story. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and it's I enjoy so much fun. looking at it through a different set of lenses. But yeah. am I running around like saying dogmatically that right. nope, nope, the one at the bottom is the Olympic. You yeah. know, it's not the Titanic. <laughs> you yeah. know. No. Yeah. I, I enjoy the story. I don't know that I necessarily would hang my hat on either right. outcome because, hey, you know. Either way, it sunk and the there. thing either, happened. Either way, it sunk, you know. Either way, all those people are gone. Yeah. And, it, and so, but to be so dogmatic about something that you didn't experience and can be proven yeah. to you, I mean, without you yourself setting your own foot on the moon, right? I mean, Everything else you're going to take on authority or from photos, and, and it's yeah. what authority do you choose and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's it's, one of the... To me, it's not a faithful enough... It's not a compelling enough story, and the people that tell it are so dogmatic about yeah. it that I'm like, no. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't buy your conspiracy theory. I hate it. Yeah. Because you, it's the way you present it, the way you believe it. You have stolen it. the joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think there needs to be, to to have a conspiracy theory, it needs to be plausible. It needs to have uh, a point to a motive yeah. that you're like, oh, yeah. that could be why they did this. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Even black helicopters are much more believable than yeah. the than the we fake the moon. Oh, the one they always, always gets me is that the flag. Why is the flag <sighs> flying? I know. And it, it should be hanging limp or floating up into space. Right. They knew that. Yeah. And they wanted the profile of the flag. It's why it has a mesh bag. Yeah, and it's and it's there was a, there's a pole like you can see them extend the thing and put it up there and and it's so funny to me because it's like that's one of the arguments where I look at them and I go. You saw 30 seconds of a clip on YouTube or on some other social media, and that's why you think that, because you yes. haven't actually watched. I have literally sat and watched the entire Apollo 11 moon landing. It is painful to watch. It takes it's a long grainy, time. It's grainy. It's terrible. It takes a long time. But when you see it all in context, you're like, oh, yeah, all these things that all these people throw out as a problem, they're not actually a problem. This is, this is not an issue. Um, and, and yes... One of the one of the ones that people have thrown out is that there were st- some stock photos that were used to uh, supplement what had been done there, um, and that those proved that it wasn't real, that it didn't really happen. It's like no, it was a PR campaign. Yeah. They were using all kinds of methods to get this out to the American people and to let them see the things and get a, get a feel of it and get an experience of it. So yeah, um, another one that you the hear, other thing you have to think about a lot of these photos. That could have been taken before. They don't know that they're getting these astronauts back. Right, right. And so, I mean, for for the people's families, you know, something happens to them during the mission or something. You're gonna want a picture of them yeah. in their spacesuits, right. kind of in the test areas, right. or, or what it would right. look like, you know, if they had landed on the moon. I mean, if you're a kid and your dad is an astronaut and he dies in the Apollo 11 mission, never makes it back. You're going to want something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not out of the and realm of possibility been, that NASA would go take pictures right. like and that. And they still would have been seen as heroes. You know, it would have just exactly. been of a different kind. But it is interesting, though. There was actually, and I mean, this is obviously com- not common knowledge, but it, it makes sense to do. But Nixon actually had a speech prepared for if Buzz Aldrin and, uh, and Neil Armstrong had to be left behind on the moon. And it's a horribly, it's a horrible speech. Uh, and they had a whole contingency plan for what was going to happen. Like they yeah. were, they would cut off radio contact and just leave them to themselves and essentially just let them die because there was no, there was no extraction plan. There was yeah. not enough for them to survive there. There was not enough time for them to mount a whole other mission to send anybody there. Like if they got stuck there, and this is the, the nerve wracking part. The the booster that sent them back into the, uh, lunar orbit and allowed them to dock with. Uh, the the command module, the the elements that they used to fuel it and run it were so corrosive that if that any time you fired that rocket, you had to rebuild the engine after that. It was a one time use, push the button and it goes thing. So they were not able to actually test that. That it would refire to get them off the moon? Yes. They were not able to test it because of the method they had to use to to do it and the fueling method they had to use to get it up. So they would test it, and they would rebuild it. They would stick it in there, and it would go up there. And literally, they did not know when they pushed that button whether it was going to fire or not. (laughs) They had no clue. Um, But that was just the way they had to do it in order to actually get the fuel that they needed, like, Obviously, because weight is is you know prime real estate. You know everything is 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 minimum, absolute minimum of what you have, and that's the way they had to do it. So yeah, it was so corrosive and such a such a pain that it was literally 
Wow. Just push the button and, and pray that it works. So there was very legitimate reason to think that they were not, even if they had a successful landing, that they were not going to be able to get off. Because that if that rocket misfired, that was it. They, yeah. If they pushed the button and nothing happened, that was that was it. There were no and contingencies. There were no live options. saw the last moments of these astronauts, and they're gone. Yes, and that was it. So... That would require a presidential speech. Right, like you'd exactly. You have to have the president exactly. out there to say what happened. So again, there were there were very real, there were very real things. And again, I think I think that's part of what's so insulting about it is the reality of the the people that, I mean, people like sacrificed marriages. They sacrificed relationship with kids. They literally risked their lives to make this happen. And people that can be so dismissive about it and and just say, oh, it was just all a big hoax. And again, I mean. The 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 hundreds of thousands of people that it took to make it happen, and yep. you're going to tell me that, oh well, you know, it was just a select few. There were like there were only like twelve people who knew it wasn't real. Just recently, they did a whole movie on some of the African American women that yeah, sat down that did and, the coding and did all the yeah, yeah that did all the coding by hand. Yeah, and she's sitting there with the books, like stacks and stacks of paper that she was doing the figures by hand, and I'm yeah. like. You've got to be kidding me! Like yeah. this is this is what we were doing. I mean, you talk about doing long division or long math. I mean, yeah, complex. And they were charting the course to the moon right. as to you know when was the best time to launch and how they were going to get there and all of that. And it, you're figuring it out by hand because you don't have. I mean, there's more technology in your iPhone than what it than what put a man yeah. on the moon. Well, and then what a supercomputer was at the time. Yeah, it's yeah, and so yeah, I again, I would highly recommend that Moon Machines series to you guys because, especially if you have any doubts about about the Apollo missions and what they actually accomplished and what they actually did, because just hearing the details of how they created these things and they and they get they get a little arduous sometimes. I mean, they're getting into things that that I don't have a great deal of understanding. I, mean, I don't know a whole lot about computer programming. I don't I don't know a lot about the engineering that goes on, but it is very it is very they do a good job of explaining it so that you can actually understand what was going on. Yeah. Because it was such a complex operation. Um, but they're they're absolutely phenomenal and, and kind of you come away with that thought of, wow, these people figured this out. Um, and it's not that sense of like, ah, I don't know. You see the process and when it started and how far it went. And that's the thing is, is the space program existed in the 50s. It yes. wasn't like it, it mm-hmm. started with Kennedy, which again, a lot of people think that too. Kennedy started started the space pro not the space, well, yeah, started the space program. And originally, I think it was attached to the Air Force, um, which ended up having some problems. But when he declared that it was going to be specifically towards putting a man on the moon, it was taken out from under there. NASA was created and all this, all this other stuff started. Um, but again, the problem being with, with the whole idea of funding for NASA, just building the Saturn V rocket alone, just to get that thing into orbit, regardless of if you think that's the only thing that was there and have, have astronauts be able to orbit the Earth. And so, the amount of money that cost would have, would have put aside any purpose of trying to somehow launder money through this government program. Like people just do not take into account the cost of doing something like yeah. that and paying these hundreds of thousands of people to exactly. make it happen. It it just the the money was and, spent. And like, was, yeah, that that money you weren't getting back anyway. Right. And the lives of the people that were lost when we're trying to put a man up right. there in orbit, when right. we're trying to do the first couple trips around the moon and, and that type of thing. Like you do not understand the risk that those people went through and all the people ahead of you to get to the point where you run to an Arizona soundstage. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, and again, part of the logic I've heard is, well, they figured out they couldn't do it, and so they thought, well, we're just going to fake it. Well, no, because if they knew they couldn't do it, and they knew the Russians couldn't do it, it's like, yeah, we reached a stalemate. This is impossible. Nobody can do this. And there you go. That would that would have been the end of that. That would have been it. So yeah, again, there's just there's so much of it that that just does not does not line up. There's so much that I get frustrated with 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 that whole thing. Um, again, mostly because it's just not thought through. People people hear, hey, we didn't really land on the moon, and they go look up like 30, 40 second video clips on YouTube with uh, somebody else talking for an hour that wasn't actually a part of it, wasn't even necessarily alive when it happened. And that's the other thing. There are plenty of people alive today that were a part of all of that. Yeah. That could sit down and give you all sorts of details and answers to your questions. Yeah. If your questions weren't so asinine that they felt like they shouldn't or might not want to answer them. Yeah. But if you were looking for real information, there's plenty of people around that can tell you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is by its very nature, the complexity of what the lunar missions were is enough proof in and of itself that it was a real thing. Because who thinks, who thinks, okay, we're going to go to the moon. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a staged rocket that will have several stages as it's getting up out in the atmosphere. Once it's, once it's orbiting, it will have a final stage that will kick off. We'll actually have to have two halves that will join together, and that will be the vehicle that's actually going to take the trip. Once we get there, only half of the vehicle is going to travel down to the moon. One man will stay up, two men will go down, and then they'll be there for a while while this other guy just continues to orbit the moon. Then they will actually have to come back up and actually reunite with this guy in lunar orbit, and then they will turn around and come back. No, no, it would have been, yeah, we're just going to take a big rocket. We're going to land it on the moon. We're going to go down. We're going to do the thing. And then we're going to shoot the rocket up again. And we're going to come right back. That would have been a perfectly yep. acceptable thing. Rocket to the moon, rocket home. Yeah. And, and the complexity of that, the complexity of the guidance computer, the complexity of, of, of the, the spacesuit. I mean, just the spacesuit itself is unbelievable when you get into the details of what they had to do. And you can't make up that kind of thing just to say, hey, we need to make this as complex as possible so people can believe it. That is what happens when you are trying to solve a problem. You get a complex answer to a complex problem. And, uh, and, and so, again, the, just the logic does not follow yeah, um, for that. Absolutely. And as I mentioned before, this ties in a lot with flat earthers, you know, because they, they talk about this being one of the things that proves because the moon, the moon landing was a hoax because, you know, you can't actually get to the moon and the NASA, you know, the whole thing. And, you know, it's not a sphere. No, nothing spheres. Everything's flat and whatever. And and it and the sun is closer than we think. Yes. The moon is yes. n- not as far as we think. Right. And we just can't get to it. And Right. Right. The, the thing that bothers me about flat earthers, one of the things that bothers me the most is that you have to deny all of space. Yeah. You have to basically deny space and deny satellites. They deny satellites. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, so we can track all these things. We know the patterns in which they run. We know where the space junk is. So we know where to shoot new ones and to chart new paths. All these people are wasting their time. Right. And nobody's blowing the whistle. All of these people just go to work in giant buildings and do nothing when they could be being productive because they're super smart and smart enough to chart where satellites could be and where to fire new ones so that we don't run into yeah. space junk. Like, <laughs> it I, doesn't follow. I know, I know. It, you it, have entire industries of people that are just, what, twiddling their fingers, yeah. wasting time? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, get it. I, I don't, I don't, like, I really once don't you, get it Once you pull on one thread, like, okay, you now have to deny this. Then you have to deny that. Right. Then you have to deny Well, again, that's my, that's my problem with most conspiracy theories in general is that if, if you believe one, you tend to have to believe them all. Like, they're all somehow interconnected. Like, the connectivity to to the flat earthers and and conspiracy theorists about the moon landing, there's there's massive connective tissue there, which also gets into chemtrails, which also gets into other Illuminati things. Like, it, it just it just spider webs into all these other things. And so, and my, my, my the thing I always say is, if you believe everything is a conspiracy, eventually you're going to be right that one you're going to find a conspiracy somewhere that's true. But the, the problem is you can't look at that and say, "See, this is right, so all these others are true too." I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get that book that we had talked about earlier. Oh um, yeah, <clears throat> United States of Paranoia. Yes. I think it's called. Yes, yes. And there there was there was a dude, and I will have to go find this story out of that book and put it on the show because there was a dude that started conspiracy theories just as like a joke thing. Yeah. And he would start conspiracies that were bizarre enough that he just got people to believe him as a joke. Yeah. And he ended up he ended up believing some of his own conspiracies enough <laughs> that he thought that the government was after him. He he died like paranoid, fearful, alone, like Hermited away, and it was all started as a grand joke, like yeah. the entire thing. And a lot of his friends that were in on it at the beginning were like, uh, "Dude, you're losing it." And he was like, "No, no, no, you don't understand." And like, I will have to go find the story because yeah. I don't have any names to attach to it. I read it in the book, and I'm yeah. like, "You really can. You really can delude yourself far enough that you will make you will make this stuff as real as you want it right. at a certain point." Right. And so, again, that's my thing is. With so many people who 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 consider themselves woke in the conspiracy theories realm, I'm like, well, why are you alive? If you know all this and you're spreading this information out to all of us, like, why are you still alive? Yeah, you're telling me that the government's not just gonna drone, you know, fly a drone over your house and just nuke it or something. Like, why are you here? If this is such a such a grand thing, because people have been killed for far less by governments, including ours, for for. Decades, maybe yep. centuries. I don't even know, and 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 so again, just the, and I get it. Like I get it. The the and it is funny because so much of this coincided with, you know, people became suspicious of the government during the Kennedy era when he was assassinated. People, but most people, contrary to popular opinion, at that time, very much accepted the, the narrative at the time. It was a lone gunman, man who had communist sympathies, shot the president. Yeah, made perfect sense. The Warren Commission made perfect sense to people. Um, but the problem is when Watergate happened, yep. that's when people started looking and say, okay, we actually can't trust our government. They're going to lie to us because our, our highest echelons of government just lied to us yep. over, you know, however long. And our, our president got elected in the, one of the biggest landslides at that time in history. And he ended up being a part of a criminal conspiracy. So then they started questioning everything and they started making their rounds. Well, then, in the, I think it was the late 
the late 70s, right around that same era, the Zapruder film first came out, which is yeah. the, the film, uh, the home video of, of Kennedy's assassination. Yeah. And that exploded on the scene. Actually, ironically enough, Geraldo Rivera was the first person to yes. ever air it. Yeah. And, uh, and, it was sh- and it shocked the world. And then people were starting to look at the Warren Commission and look at the video footage like, okay, some of these things don't add up. And that it, tailing in with what happened with Watergate just kind of and you had spidered out. news media outlets that were going back with the Zapruder film and saying, okay, here's where we can tell that the shot was fired. They're trying to triangulate all yeah. this stuff yeah. and show the inconsistencies and a massive public outcry yeah. that we had already pulled at the thread with the Nixon administration. This was unraveling yeah, the sweater. It all, yeah, yeah, it all came apart. So, so there was no real suspicion of these kind of things up until really Nixon's, Nixon's whole downfall. That's when this all really, really got started. Um, and, and so now we have looked in hindsight and started to look suspiciously at everything that that's gone on. And I mean, that even goes to like people saying that Pearl Harbor was either an American attack on themselves in order to give an excuse to get into world war two or that we allowed that we knew about the Japanese. So we allowed it to happen because it would give us an excuse to go to war. Um, there, it it started backlogging into all that stuff that someone told me this week and I'd have to look into this, but, um, that the Japanese, uh, either their war council or like, are they run by a council? I don't know much about they, Japanese they would government, have, but they would have been then. But I don't know. They're not. They're not an empire the, anymore. But they still have a royal family, I believe. There was something that was built into the Japanese government as far as if there is a unanimous vote amongst the council mm. that whoever. If that one of the council members would then be required to take up a contrarian position and argue it yeah. before the council. Yeah. If there was if there was a unanimous vote, that vote would be nullified until somebody got up and gave a contrarian answer to it and argued it before everyone, then they could vote again. Yeah. Because of the unanimous consent to bomb Pearl Harbor and yeah. how big of a mistake that was. Huh, huh. And and so they actually went back and changed it. I'd have to look into that because the yeah. person that told me I'd, I'm not necessarily relying on them as a source. <laughs> but it was it was an interesting story because I'm like, I a, a pastor friend of mine had told me that he would find it troubling if his church voted unanimously for anything. Yeah. Like he always thought there should probably be one dissenting yeah. vote somewhere <laughs> to make sure everybody was alive. But that, that's definitely part of it. That's kind of a like, depressing mindset, but I guess it is kind of true. <laughs> people well, are just too cantankerous people, for it to be. People are, are too, yeah, people to find a whole, everybody where everybody thinks exactly the same I would find that troubling myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would, I would be a little bit like, oh, okay, what are we missing here? Yeah, but yeah, again, looking at this whole thing, and especially looking at, at the idea of the moon landings being a distraction, I'm like, again, who comes up with that? Hey, we need a distraction because we're going to do this thing that we don't want people to realize. How about we land on the moon? <laughs> That guy would have been drummed out of any meeting. It's like, no, let's just blow something else up yeah. so that they're distracted by that. I got our next PR stunt. <laughs> It'll yeah. cost us millions yeah. of dollars, several lives of astronauts. It'll waste tons of people's time, and then we'll just film it all. It'll yeah. be sweet. Yeah, but it, it just, it just, it, it all just kind of, again, like you said, you pull a little thread and it all starts to fall apart. But you're gonna have those people who are just, just dogmatically gonna 
going to cling to it no matter yeah. what. And this is one of those, and it just frustrates me to no end. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's basically my my role on this. I don't have a whole lot more to to rant about with this one because yeah, it's basically exhausting that. Well, we've got some good things in the works for you guys. Some things that we're excited about. Yes. Me and Nate have been talking over some of the content we want to do over the next couple of weeks, and I can tell you that we're excited. And yes, as long as we're passionate about it, we're pretty sure you'll you'll enjoy yes. whatever happens. Here. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, just stay tuned to our Facebook at the things we say podcast, look us up on Instagram, TTWS podcast, same thing on Twitter at TTWS podcast, or you can email us at, uh, sorry, not at the things we say at mail.com. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. yeah. So an action step for you guys this week from me, look up on YouTube, the moon machines documentary. Yep. series and watch them watch them all they're awesome and uh at least type it into your youtube search yeah. and see how much time yeah maybe we'll link it to the facebook page so that you there can you, you can take a look at them too but it's just really cool and and hearing a lot of these engineers talking about what they accomplished it's it honestly it's something akin to hearing guys who have like gone through war together literally mm -hmm. like gone to, gone into battle and talking about their experiences and getting in that same kind of emotional state it's it's very cool to watch very cool to see a lot of cool footage on it too uh, archival footage. But anyway, that's your action step for the week from, from me. Yep. So. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll yes, catch yes. you guys next week. All right. See ya. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.